Hey, you're listening to Worst Day Ever, the podcast dedicated to the horror stories, the shit shows, the worst days on set, told firsthand from the filmmakers who survived them. I'm your host, Tom Taher. Today on the podcast, we have Austin Millinder. Austin is a first AC focus puller located in Los Angeles. And Austin's story centers around a desert day exterior. And it only seemed fitting at the time of recording this episode. It's July, it's summer, and in Los Angeles right now, it is hot as hell. And I feel like to some degree, as a filmmaker, you've probably had a very similar story, right? Shooting in the desert in the middle of summer, that's kind of relatable. I think a lot of us have found ourselves in that scenario. Um, But Austin's story kind of takes that to a whole nother degree, literally, you know? So without giving away too much, I'm gonna let Austin take it from here. Hey, my name is Austin. I'm a LA-based Focus Polar First AC. Uh, a buddy of mine who I work for quite a bit uh, w- asked me to come on for this music video. And, and we had done a couple music videos for this artist before and with this director, and it was all great. Uh, we, you know, I love these guys, and, and I've done a couple, couple jobs with them. And they told me, okay, uh, just so you know, full disclosure, it's, it's out in Palm Springs. Uh, it's going to be a really hot day. It's We're all exterior. And, uh, you know, we, we all prepared for that. We knew it was going to be hot. I think the weather forecast was like a high of 115. So uh, we, we went out the night before down to Palm Springs. And we production had gotten us a, a motel. So we all stayed the night there because we had to wake up really early. We had a super early call time. I think our call time was like 5 a.m. or something or, or 4.30. And uh, so the the morning came, you know, we were all ready to go. And it was like one of those days where you wake up and it's already like 80 degrees. Like it was 4.30 and already 80, 85. And we had to drive out to location. And man, it was, you could just tell it was going to be, it was going to be brutal. But that was really just the start of it. Our like main like base camp was this quote unquote little desert oasis. You know, there was like three palm trees creating like what you might call shade and uh and at this point the sun was rising and it's already 90 something degrees and we rolled up and like, cool this is this is our base camp and we we, we you know we can't go any further than this so we had to like get out of our car take the gear walk like around like a little like swampy area and over a fence to get into our staging area and when we get there, the first thing that we all see, you know, production goes, great, here we are. And they plop all, down all the production stuff. And all we see is just this, like, ant hill of angry red fire ants. So we put all our stuff down and tried to, like, avoid these angry ants that are mad at us for invading their territory. And we build camera and all this kind of jazz. We're also on Steadicam all day, so the Steadicam guy rolls up. He brings all his gear in. Like, cool, we're, gonna, we'll, we're all ready to go. Uh, at this point, we're maybe, you know, we're half hour, 45 minutes into the call time. Uh, artist shows up, all the dancers kind of start showing up. It's a dance music video, I should have uh, said that before. We we walk out to, to or start following at least, uh, the people showing us where our, our first shooting location is. And it's just like the m- most barren, hot desert, you know, there's brush everywhere and, and all these like, spiky bushes and stuff and just not uh, an ounce of shade anywhere <laughs> like, cool this is, this is where we're gonna be for the first uh you know basically three quarters of the day and so we you know we get all set up there and it's 
like an hour and a half into the call time, it's it's already like 1.10 outside. Things just start, like the equipment starts getting really, really hot. The, the Teradex and the receivers and the transceivers just start burning. And we basically immediately run out of water. Because production had brought like two cases of water, like that's it. And, and they weren't even the normal sized bottles. They were like the little half bottles that are super useless to begin with. And like we do like two or three takes and it, all the water's gone because all the dancers are drinking all the water. And so for the next several hours, we just kept on like begging production. Like, hey, can we bring some waters over? Hey, can we bring some Gatorades or some a pop-up for shade? They're like, yeah, we're working on it. And we keep shooting. So what else are you gonna do? We finish at the first location. Uh, they're like, great, so we're gonna, we gotta walk to the next location. And we have to like go through like neck high bushes of these, you know, spiky desert plants to get to an area that's like a sea of palm fronds, like fallen palm fronds. And there's like a, a fallen tree that we have to walk over. And the, the lady, the location manager who was, she's like, um, only walk like on the path I'm telling you and over this tree, do not walk in the palm fronds. Oh yeah, there's rattlesnakes in the palm fronds. And you won't see them because they're the same color. So d like, just do not under any circumstance walk in these palm fronds, only walk like on this, you know, balance beam <laughs> fallen tree over the snake pit of death. And we're all drenched. We still have no water. There's still no pop-up, still no shade, nothing. And we get across the tree. And now that we're in like these little mini sand dunes that we're going to be shooting in, like, great, we got to get up the sand dunes. Not only is the sand scorching hot, but it's sand dunes. So you just sink immediately, especially carrying any weight. And we're all carrying equipment. So you step in and you, and you just sink into your ankles in this burning sand. And we have to like try and traverse up the, the hill to get to the top of these sand dunes where we have to now shoot for, you know, another couple hours. But we all get up there. We're all set. And they're like, we got to, guys, we got to get going. We're like, okay, well, we're, look, man, we're going as fast as we can. I don't know what to tell you. And it's like 118 degrees now. It now be like, it now surpasses the expected high temperature of the day and maintains 118 degrees for the rest of the day. And there's no shade. There's no breeze. There's no, it's just baking oven hot, like in a temperature you should not work in. And it's just, I mean, it's getting really brutal. We shoot here for a while and we're, we're just, all of us are dripping in sweat. We're all just getting so exhausted and just irritated at everything. It's, it's getting to the point where the can like any metal object, the top handle on the camera, the C stand that my monitor is on, anything made of metal is like, you can't touch it. It's getting so hot. I don't know how the camera didn't overheat by itself, but like I'd go to move my C-stand and I would legit burn my hand I, because it was just sitting in the sun for hours baking. Sand dunes and lens changes, like every single time that we had to change the lens, it's like, God oh, dang, we got to do it again. Because there's just any little breeze, any kick of dust, it, it, just walking kicks up sand and getting that in the lens elements, especially like in the rear elements and on the sensor. Uh, is just like catastrophic and I we don't have I don't have like the proper equipment to clean what I need to right now Like I need to be in a, a not sand situation to clean everything So you got to be really extra careful and we're all just this on top of the 118 degree weather 
on like hour six, you know, with no shade, no water, dehydration, all stuff, is just awful. Everything is just ridiculous. We got back to camp, base camp, and they're like, okay, we're gonna, we'll eat lunch, then we'll do this one scene here in the quote-unquote oasis, and then we'll move to our second location. Like, there's a second location? Like, yeah, yeah, we gotta leave here, drive to another location, and then film there. Okay. So we did, we have lunch, and, and while we're eating, we're all just like sitting there as if we've just like come back from a hard deployment in Vietnam or something. We're just dripping and miserable and like trying to eat our burritos. There's no official like, there's no official, okay, we're going to lunch. We're going, we're, um, five minutes, we're back from lunch. There's no like official calls. It's just like people started to trickle back into work <laughs> whenever they felt an ounce of life come back into them. All the camera team uh, piled into this car and they drove us, you know, about 15 minutes away. Um, and then they pulled over to now the actual side of the road. And this is like the desert side of the road where there's like random trash there. Like there's a bumper and like a bunch of empty beer bottles and, you know, like a broken television. Like just random stuff that shouldn't be in the middle of the desert off the side of the road. But it is just because that's how this area is. And they drop us off. They drop off uh, me. They drop off my second AC, Brian, the DP, and uh, and and the Steadicam gear. The Steadicam operator himself isn't isn't there at the moment. And they go, cool. We're gonna go get everything else. We're gonna go get the talent. We'll come back. And they just left us there. They just left the camera team and the DP on the side of the road indefinitely. There's no, no one has any service. No one can contact anybody. We're just sitting there, no shade, sitting on like rocks and cases, and no one knows what's happening. And I kind of, we, we assume this is where we're shooting, like like within a five minute little radius here, as far as like having to quote unquote walk to location. And uh, I, <laughs> after like 20 minutes, I turned to my second and I was like, Brian, we got to walk all the way up there. Jokingly, I pointed to like the top of this rocky mountainous hill that just like looks untraversable. Like there's no way that we're walking up there. Like, and he's like, yeah, that would be, that would be awful. I'm like, yeah, dude, it would it, like, we're not doing that. There's no way we're, we're walking up there. And we kind of sat there and joked for a second while we attempted to survive. We, there's, we still have no water and now we have no contact to production. Our walkies are out of range. No one has any reception and we're just stranded on the side of the road. Eventually, they come with, you know, the city came up, gets dropped off, and, and the talent comes, and the director comes, and they go, great, we, we gotta walk up there, and points to the very same hilltop that I had jokingly told my second we would not go to because it looked impossible. We eventually get to the very top, and we're, like, on the very, very top. I think at this point, our, like, final couple shots that we're, that we're trying to get before the sun goes down. It, the hours have just racked up at this point. We're we're well into overtime. Um, it's still 118 degrees. It might have cooled off to like 116 if we were lucky. You know, a nice cool 116 degrees uh, on hour 14. We got our shots. Uh, everything's pr everything's beautiful. I mean, it's a gr beautiful location. You know, amazing scenery. There's nothing like bad about the shots we're getting. We're getting some really cool stuff, but it's, you know, for a dance music video and we're all on the verge of death 
from several reasons, like not even just from the heat stroke possibility that almost happened in my second, but also like the dehydration and um, like the terrain was just hazardous and, and the previous rattlesnakes, all of this stuff. And we finally get our shots and I go, cool, that was a wrap. We're like, oh my God, thank the Lord. <laughs> and as far as like, I mean, I've done a lot of, you know, pretty wacky days. You know, there's everyone has their stories, especially on music videos or commercials or whatever. But this was like everything in one. Just, it was a complete peel. But uh, yeah, we survived uh, mostly unscathed. Just the weather, the rattlesnakes, the cable loss, the heat, the dust, the sand, the hiking, everything was ridiculous. But we did it, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, the images looked really good, so uh, I guess there's that. That was probably probably my worst day ever, at least that I can remember uh, in, in recent history, for sure. I find this story oddly relatable. You know, living in Los Angeles, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you guys probably have a very similar style location that gets used probably more than it should be, right? I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a music video treatment or a brief where the first picture is a shot of a Joshua tree or Palmdale or somewhere I know is just going to be a brutal day. Um, so, you know, had to throw it in here. Obviously, like I said, it's July, it's summer, and this story really speaks to, I think, something that a lot of us have experienced. So thank you, Austin, for coming on and sharing your worst day ever. And if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, I have one small favor to ask. Depending on where you're listening to this, if you scroll down, you'll have the option to write a review and leave a star rating. If you could take a quick moment and fill that out, it really does help. This being a fairly new podcast, the higher ratings allow this to be discovered and listened to by more filmmakers. In turn, leading to more worst day ever stories. Anyways, that wraps it up for this episode. Tune in next week for another worst day ever.